You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., Be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose, will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page.
challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. So I so just want to share something before I pray. Um, they have already warned churches that during the summertime, people go on vacation, so as a result, the income drops. <laughs> Say, not here. not here. Our income raised during the summer. Yeah. Glory to God. So, Father, I come before you, watched in the blood of Jesus. I thank you. Thank you. I thank you give me the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might make me a quick understanding so I do not judge by what I see with my eyes or hear with my ears but by what your Holy Spirit reveals to me we thank you Jesus for your presence and ask you to be Lord over this ministry and all that is done here we ask you Holy Spirit to anoint this type of prayer and ministry we claim the blood of Jesus over this session for our protection we proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord here and that this is holy ground we take authority in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood and word Command all evil spirits to leave this property now. We claim this room sealed in the name and authority of Jesus. We bind and forbid any evil spirits on the outside from having any knowledge or influence in this room. We thank you that the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. We thank you that you have the right to adjust, shift, change, move, do whatever, whatever is necessary. Bring forth your glory, your power, your might, your dominion, your increase, your peace, your victory every area of our lives, and we just call it manifested right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, sir, income go up during the summertime. So that tell you right there that, that, that man don't know everything. God got the final word when we speak it. But while we're at it, stretch out your hand towards Miss Bailey. Because we're going to call that household. We're going to call the soul, but we're going to call for more than what you asked for. Because that's how God do things, right? Does he do just enough or more than enough? More than enough. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're just excited about Miss Bailey, Father, making her, her decision to do what your word told her to do when you told her to do it. So she didn't move until you told her. And after that, there's always blessing in obedience. So we call forth her house, soul, over and above her asking price. And we just call it manifested right now. And the extra money she gets, she can do what she want to do with it. Father, the latter end of her would be much better than the former. And we call that house, soul, right now at... 1032 in Jesus' name. Amen. Write that time date down. Amen. All right, let's do the confession. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Glory to God. He good, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I, I, I told uh, Sharon, let me tell you, I told Wayne, I heard this, this song on the radio. I said, I, I, Wayne, you got to sing this song. It's called uh, uh, Count Your Blessings. Man, when y'all hear that song, that thing is awesome, man. You just keep playing it over and over again because you don't know how blessed you are sometimes. Sometimes it takes somebody else to tell you how blessed you are. You complain about money and they don't have any. Uh oh. You complain about your apartment and they don't have a place to live. Let me stop now. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and do it. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit, override any obstacle that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Will, can you put me on pause? Uh, can you take responsibility? That thing real, take responsibility. Because you know what? If you take responsibility, then it's you. See, you'll work hard for your stuff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> y- y'all understand what I mean? You want somebody to pray for your child? You'll remind them. You, 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 you remember to pray for my child? 
But let it be somebody else's child. But when it's your child, your situation, all right, let me get on back up here. Take, take responsibility. I'm going to take responsibility today. Are you ready, sir? All right. I'm going to take responsibility. You know what I do? In order to take responsibility? In case something don't work, I have it set up in another place. Amen? Is that all right with y'all? Because I got to take responsibility. We good? Okay, we good? But see, I had this in case that didn't work. Not saying that it's not supposed to. Not, not, okay, let, let, let me go ahead. All right, so, so let's do a quick review. Okay, Sarah, y'all ready? Quick review. Chris, you was one of the reviewers. And then Faith. Where you at, Faith? I see you around here somewhere. Yes, ma'am. All right, so what's out to you? Blame never heals. Uh-oh. The healing comes from acknowledgement. It, it, it sound good when you said it did. Sound good the other time. All right. Who else? Yes, ma'am. Um, when God promotes you, He brings promotion with you, whether um, so whether we feel included or not. Okay. So, so Faith, tell me a little bit about God. When He promotes you, He brings what with you? Um, promotion. Promotion. With you. Okay. So if I'm doing better um, on my job then I guess because I'm following instructions okay. or being obedient to the word, then he's going to bring a promotion because I'm doing better at work. Amen. Amen. When you don't forgive, it's pieces of it that's in your heart. Oh, come on now. So for me, if it's, if you got an incomplete heart, how are you going to even love somebody? Stop talking deep now. Okay, now. <laughs> Nicole? Yes. So you shared about how critical people in your life uh-huh. cause brain damage. Yes, ma'am. So I probably will never forget that, but I was thinking in terms of not wanting to be around critical people, okay. but also not wanting to be that critical Ooh. person who's causing brain damage for other people. Oh, Y'all get it? That ain't powerful, man. So you keep on hanging around with some special people, but your brain being damaged by them. You listen to them for 30 minutes, and you got brain damage. And the thing about the damage is it's so slow that you don't even know you damaged. So imagine if your, your personality type is you hang around. Okay, let's go ahead. Y'all fill in the blank. I'm serious. You think about it. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. And we're talking about taking responsibility. So what I hear in the spirit realm is, pastor. This won't work. I don't need to take that responsibility. Pastor, well, you know, uh, I'm too old to change right now. I'm too young to change right now. I'm having fun right now. Okay. But it still don't stop what's happening. It says uh, no temptation, regardless of its source. What does that mean, guys, regardless of its source? You can come up with good reasons why you're tempted by such and such, but it says no temptation. How many? Okay, so that's zero tolerance. Oh, I like that, zero tolerance has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience. So no matter what you tempt with, somebody else has already gone through it. Called Jesus Christ. I've already been through what we are being tempted by. But another thing, it says that man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust or enticed. And what, when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, it brings forth death. So you can only be tempted by what you are enticed by. You follow me? I was tempted by ice cream at one time. The Lord delivered me. But I had to have ice cream on the inside of me, right? I mean, come on. When the ice cream run out, Tamika, and I tell Carol, Carol, I say, what, you need anything from the grocery store? Make sure you get my ice cream. Okay? Now, I ran out of ice cream, but I made sure it got me plenty. Right, B? So then, but because... It, it, it's complete now. I started experimenting with different flavors. Okay? All right? So now I have to be thinking about the ice cream because I got to be checking it to make sure when it runs out, I can tell Curly, get me some more. Then, sir, I got to be thinking about it because now I'm trying different flavors. You follow me? So, so y'all think I'm being funny. But my question is, what's your ice cream? Mine's was physical ice cream. All right, well, I'm Go ahead, step away, Nicole. 
Nor is any temptation unusual and beyond human resistance. So if we stop something then, we can stop something now. So our experience is that God's word is above, his name is above every situation and circumstance that we can encounter. So if his word is above ice cream, then that means I can be free of it. And nothing wrong with ice cream in itself. But me and ice cream had an addiction. I ate less, so I could eat that ice cream coat. Okay, you follow me? But God is faithful. Who, who's going to be faithful? So faithful means he's going to do his part, whether I do mine or not. Right, Sean? To his word, he is compassionate and trustworthy. So see, we can bring up any situation we're dealing with to him, and he's going to be compassionate about it. He's not going to put us down. He's not going to say ugly things about it. He's not going to say, boy, you done dealt with this 20,000 times. He's just going to say, thank God you ran to me. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. Whose ability? Your ability. So the longer you think, the sooner you do. Y'all write that down. I know Jazz not correct English. But the longer you think, the sooner you do. So the more you think about something, the more you're going to do it. So it's a lot easier to deal, process the situation right then and there. So if you're being tempted by something, you need to answer it right now. When it's tempting, that's when you talk to it. It's called pre-stopper. Pre-stopper is that you already have an answer for the situation because if it's nothing unusual, everything that's happened has happened before. So whatever you're dealing with now, you've dealt with it before. And you, we put it on the back burner, and sooner or later that back burner is going to come to the front burner. Amen? But along with the temptation, see, I love that thing about how beyond your ability to resist, but along with the temptation, he, you got to go back to that thing, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist because he put something with it. He said, but along with the temptation, he has in the past and now. That's how we know it's happened before because he said in the past and now will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure without yielding and with over and will overcome temptation with joy. And y'all know what joy, joy is inner strength. Joy is regardless of the situation. I can be joyful because I know God has already provided a way of escape and I already have the victory. Because when he hung on the cross, he said it's finished. He, he didn't say it's finished, but Sharon is going to come up with something new today. He didn't say it is finished, but Madeline's going to have a challenge over here. He didn't say it is finished, but Paul will have to deal with such and such. He said it is finished, meaning that it's overdone, gone. All I have to do is apply what he finished, which was making us a conqueror. Everybody got it? So you got to take responsibility. You're going to be tempted not to listen to the message because you're saying you're not ready to give up something. You're ready when God says, I have already given you the victory. You're ready, right? You're ready now because that's what I'm teaching. God, Come on now. It's getting there. <laughs> you're ready now because that's what I'm teaching. See, he already know, top, what you're going to go through today, the next few minutes. Stop saying, why are you picking on me? Because I like picking on you. All right? But check this out. I love this scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Let's read this thing together. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. Write this down. The way we can tell that you in your childhood stage is when you tell me or someone that is not fair. The word fair is not in the adult mindset. It's only in the adolescence mindset. So if you're talking and you say, well, it's not fair how my husband is treating me. I already know that's the little girl on the inside. Or the man say, well, it's not fair how my wife is doing. I already know it's the little boy on the inside. So the word fair is not in the adult vocabulary. It can be used, but it's not in the vocabulary. Yeah, uh, let's see. What part? Um, what did I say? Fair, F-A-I-R, is not in the adult vocabulary. Is only used for adolescents. So when a person says something is not fair, that tells me where they are mindset-wise. Okay? It's not fair. not fair that I got to watch this. Right, Jay? This message with the Jay. This message with the Jay. She wrote her eyes at me, Sharon. She wrote her eyes at me. She wrote her eyes. The tree, she wrote her eyes at me. That's that. 
That's right. But I'm just taking responsibility for playing with it. <laughs> but the, check it out. So when the last time you talk like a child? Somebody brought truth to you and you, you said, not fast. When, when the last time you thought like a child? I want what I want when I want it. I deserve to have it right now. Your money don't support it. But reason like a child. So you make up reasons why. So I'm talking about taking responsibility because I know in some of us, we still want to think like a child about this, this problem. I don't want to take this responsibility for this. My parents always pay for this or whatever. Okay? But I'm just asking you, don't, don't do it today. Because there's freedom available today while we're talking about taking responsibility. So last week, we, on Thursday, we talked about being overwhelmed. And a lot of, we got a lot of feedback about that. What was so blessed was it was a young lady passing by and stopped and came in, and that was the very message that she needed to hear. Which, and I told her, at the, the message started at 7. I, started, I, I put that in at 6.30 because Holy Spirit knew that there was someone who was going to drive by that needed to come in and hear exactly what I, I was going to be talking about. So then we talked about how kind we are to others. Got a little kickback on that, but mo- most of the time, we, we agreed, Latrice, to, to be kind to some other people. Then we talked about how kind we are to ourselves. And so you all were to go home, think about ways that you were going to be kind to yourselves. And, w- and what ideas did you guys come up with? Raise your hand. We got an interactive church, so you just raise your hand so a mic can come to you. What I shared was um, I'm going to take some time off from work uh-huh. and that I would not work. Okay. Because normally I would take off from work and then work. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So was that Friday or this Friday? That was. Which Friday did you supposed to take off? Okay. Well, I haven't scheduled it yet. Okay, all right, all right. So, so what, 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 what inquiring minds want to know? When am I going to? Ma- Megan, we want to know when? Okay, all right. So you're going to let us know next week? Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, put the children to bed a little bit earlier. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and you did it? Yes. Okay, all right. Yes, okay, all right. Because <laughs> they had all the plans. <laughs> Your children weren't thinking like children. They were thinking like adults. (laughs) I said I was going to um, get a pedicure, and I did. Okay. And the place the Holy Spirit sent me to, it was the best pedicure I have ever had. I shall return again. Okay. All right. I asked her, I said, I need a manicure. So I asked, I said, they they open on Sunday? She said, yeah. So I'm going to get mine either today or tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Because people be looking at you. If you're a pastor, people are looking at me. Now they're looking at my hands, so I got to do like that. First thing, look, look, these two right here, they did when they're looking at my hands. They, they did. They, they did, man. I'm like, okay, let me fold them up because they look at me. I got little claws right now, man. Shannon and mom, look, they were looking real hard. I'm like, okay, okay. So, so the rest of the day, I'm going to be walking around like that. <laughs> yeah, I decided to cut down on all the overtime I was doing. Okay. Because I was right. getting tired, so I needed to get my rest. Okay. And all I right. did. So is that being kind to yourself? Yes. Okay. All right, who else? Ed? I said I was going to play golf next Friday. Okay, next Friday. Okay. But this past Friday, I ended up doing a whole lot of nothing. Okay. Resting. Good. And then Saturday. What do you do, Ed? I worked on the list at home, and we had fun together. Oh, you, she worked on the list. She grinning, too. We, we painted. Yeah. We did work together. Okay. We painted the dining okay. room. Okay. We did some work outside. Okay. At the end of the day, we were happy. Pray. Any points? Yes, sir. Amen. Brother on it. All right, everybody else? Who, 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 I mean, we got about 40, 50 people in here. Yeah, I, I know some more people were kind to themselves. I went to the line dance class on okay. Saturday okay. morning, and I'm going to continue to exercise more and more. Okay. At least three or four times a week now. Okay, all right. You're breaking it down. All right, anybody else go to the line dance class? Okay, he said, fixing you doing your groove that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, she's fixing it up. <laughs> you, you went. Damn, I went. Come on, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they held me back. I should have been in the bathroom. Oh. Mike. Mike, what's that? I went last week. You, you, you went last week. Come on, man. Come on. That's her. Right? Is it okay? It's okay. Say it's okay to have fun. Turn to your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor, it's okay to have fun. Uh, uh. You're doing that, man. 
Okay. Okay, I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> Reverend John said, try to get the mind of people to work together. All right? That's good, guy. And just, just, just jump in and, and, and treat yourself. Be kind to yourself. Okay? All right, so today we're going to talk about, ooh, how often do we say I love you? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you don't have to say, be married to say I love you. <laughs> look, he can't even look at it. He can't even look at it. <laughs> I mean, see, how often, do, how often do we say I love you? Not enough? Okay. All right, Cynthia, talk, talk to me. Yeah, give her the mic. Ed, you need the mic? How often do we say that? She said not enough. I, I need you to explain I, that. Not enough. I guess sometimes you can be so busy that you forget to say it. Okay, too busy? Okay, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. We just, you have to stop and think about it sometimes. Okay. And just make sure you do it. Okay, stop and think about it. Okay. All right. Ms. Ashton? Uh, I will admit it's hard for me to say it because I feel vulnerable. And um, in my past, people have taken advantage of those words. Okay. So So can you give, give me an example of somebody taking advantage of your, your love? It's a, it's a song, isn't it? It's a song. Your love, your love. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, well, I, it was hard. Well, I'll just share it with my husband. It was, hard for me, it was hard for me to accept he, you know, hearing it from him because okay. you hear it from every guy. Oh, okay. Ooh. You, you get what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, they think it's uh, what you want to hear, uh-huh. but there's a meaning to it to okay. me. And obviously those relationships didn't, you know, work out. Okay. And then I hear it from the man that's supposed to be my husband, and it was really hard okay. to accept it. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that was like it in my, my, my marriage, too, because... My wife always thought I was up to something. Cause I would. <laughs> Ain't no lie to y'all. Ain't no lie. I'm in church. I'm a pastor. <laughs> so I had to learn. You gotta learn. Say learn. learn. Say just because you're married, that don't mean you know everything. You need to study stuff. You study everything else in your field. You study. Why don't you study marriage? Study relationships. They got an internet full of information. I had to say I love you without wanting nothing. I mean, come on, guys. So I had to make sure that was way away from things. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you got me, Megan. Yeah, yeah. Y- y- y'all got me? <laughs> so now I can say I love me. And she, love you. I love you, honey. And she's like, oh, okay. But she received it now. But before, like, she would say, what you want? I said, I don't want nothing, baby. I don't want nothing. Then I had to repent. I had to repent. Lord, Lord, be forgiven. <laughs> I got one right here and then one in the back. Um, I don't say it very often. Okay. Um, because going back to the love languages, okay. words are cheap to me. Okay. So you, when in, in my past, if a person said they loved me, their actions showed something different. Okay. So therefore, I don't use it like talking about it. And if someone tells me it, I'm I'm watching for that action. Okay, you're watching for the action. Yeah, okay. Be, okay. because, you know, talk is cheap. Okay. And I can say I love you, but I can also slap you in the same sentence. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying that's how I learned. (laughs) Right. Okay. That I don't equate the word with, you know, that you actually love me. I equate the word with, okay, watch what they're getting ready to do next. Okay, gotcha. So, so, uh, what's yours, Faith? What's your love language? Um, well, talk is the last one Uh for me. Okay. Words. Okay. Um, the highest for me is deeds. Okay. Um, it's deeds then. Uh, gifts than quality time. I mean, deeds, gifts, touch, okay. quality time, and okay. then my words. Okay, okay. So appreciate words you. is very last on okay. the list for me. Okay, appreciate John. Got one in the back, Doctor Will. Um, I think it depends on who it is. Oh, okay. Um, so it, it's 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 far easier for me to say I love you to Megan or to Jazz than it is to say I love you to my dad, for okay. example. Okay. And that's probably because of you know years of you know things for better or for worse that have gone on so so it just depends on the person for me personally but i mean you know when you want to get to a point where it's when you say it it's genuine so i know that when my dad says something it's a man a few words but when he said something he means it whether it's plus or minus normally it's plus but but um that's a difficult thing for me but it's easier for obviously my wife and my my daughter to say that okay all right uh you got something so you took a deep breath you good Okay, hold on. Bring Mike away. 
did, did I tell y'all about when, when I was headed to college? You know, and it's like my my dad and I had never said we loved each other. Never said. So yeah, I told y'all about that. And so, you know, I, I go through the house. I'm, I'm already packed. The car's running. I'm ready to go. But I got to tell my dad I love him. And I just don't know how to do it because nobody in our family, men, the men, had ever said that. So my dad, you know, he always watched 7 o'clock news. And he was sitting in the, in, in the chair. And he had his newspaper up. So what I did was I dived in. Dad, I love you. And ran out to the car. Because I didn't know what his response was going to be. Boy, get out of here. I didn't know what he was going to say. But, you know, after that, the men in the family started hugging each other and saying they love but But that gave me enough distance, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you don't know. Because men, men are men. You know, you don't know how men are going to respond. But you know what I'm talking about. You know, because we can say some special stuff. Can't we? Can't we, men? Okay, all right. I'll just listen to what <laughs> Will was saying. And he was saying it's easier for him to tell Megan and Jazz that. But I, I guess for me is, like, I'm similar to you, okay. my father. Uh-huh. I was 50 years old before he told me that he loved me. Okay. Okay. Wow. You know, and uh, but I knew it. He just never said it. Okay. I guess it was what might be an unla- unspoken word that okay. I could tell by his, like deeds and uh-huh. things that he did that he that he loved me. Okay. He just never vocalized. It. Okay. Now, like I say I was about 50, 52 years old when he finally told me. Okay. So it's it, to me. I had no trouble telling him that because gotcha. I, I felt that. Gotcha. Okay. So, he, like I said, the older generation, uh-huh. you know, they they were a little different, especially, yeah. like you said, especially the men. Yeah. They were more guarded yeah. in, with their emotions. So, gotcha. I think that's probably what okay. Will may be speaking about. Okay. So, but it's true. See, the reality of it is, is you, you can serve me as your act of love language, but if saying it wasn't important, God wouldn't have said it to us. So there is a longing on the inside, but God said it to us. So that lets us know how important it is. Okay? So that being said, oh, go ahead. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm there, man. I'm there. Okay, so like growing up, we just knew Uh that our family loved us. Okay. They didn't say it in words, but if you know, if it came up, it's like, girl, you know I love you. Uh And it would be gone. Okay. But it was like a process where I had to learn how to say it to my son because I didn't want him thinking that because I didn't say it. I didn't feel it. Okay. So that was like a really, that, that, that was kind of tough because okay. it's not, it didn't come natural. Okay. Just run around telling people you love them all the time. That, okay. th- that wasn't normal <laughs> to us, <laughs> but I had to actually work it in okay. so I could actually send him off right. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. So what was the driving force for us in addictions and habits when we didn't hear I'm loved? Stay deep, man. When you didn't hear it, you used something to replace it. It's real. Yeah. Because we were designed to hear it. Like I said, God said that he loved us. Yes, sir. I ain't got one over there. Um, I find my, Doc, raise your hand. I find myself saying it more often. Like, okay. I remember um, to my best friend, I said, and he's like, man, go ahead with all this. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I told him, I said, Jerry, I would rather you hear me say it now while you're still alive and breathing than for me to never yeah. be able to say it to you. Yeah. So he was like, I hear you. I, you know, he uh, yeah, wouldn't yeah, say yeah. it. Uh-huh, yeah. But um, yeah. uh, even in my job, with, uh, it's a special person okay. um, <laughs> that when they get on my nerves, I'll be like, look, man, I, I, I love you too, man. I, I got to go. <laughs> I love you too. Jerry. And I just hang up because okay. I don't want to get to the point where I'm saying that don't call me. I'm frustrated, so I'd rather speak something else okay. to it. Okay. With Ashley, that was ah. Uh, oh, take us there. Uh, take us there. Look, everybody <laughs> turned around. Look, look at the ear turn like it. Y'all remember Family Matters with uh, Steve Urkel and Lois? Uh-huh, yeah. I'm wearing you down, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all that was. I had to keep keep at it. <laughs> Man, say, I'm wearing you down. <laughs> Lee? Oh, <laughs> um, it's not... Hard for me to tell family okay. that I love them. Okay. I like if I be on the phone or something like that, especially my sisters and, and um, real close family members, I'll tell them I love you before okay. I hang up or okay. something like that. But if you're not family, it's kind of hard for me to do okay. it because I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea. Okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Yes, sir. Don't get the wrong idea. I ain't after you or nothing. I just happen to love you. 
All right. So, oh, yes, sir. Got a mic coming your way? Oh, yes, ma'am. Doc? Um, it's hard for me to say it. Okay. And sometimes it's even hard to hear it. Ooh, okay. Because when, we grew, when I grew up, they, it was never said. It, you were given things. Uh-huh, okay. Things replaced the words, you know, like if something bad happened to you, you were given something to make you feel better. Or you got your best food. Okay. Or, you know, you did something that was, you were allowed to do something that you couldn't do, but the words were not said. Okay. I mean, you knew you were loved because you were spoiled. Gotcha. Okay. But <laughs> nobody said it. Nobody said and it. And it's okay. hard now, like, it's hard now just for me to say it. And sometimes certain people, you know, it's even hard to hear it. Uh-huh. Because nowadays, modern days, it's said even by people that hurt you the most. Okay. That's what uh, Faith was saying. You say, I love you, and smack me in the same Right. So you tend to, rather than be hurt, you tend to not to want to hear the words. Okay. Okay. So when, give it a say, real people. <laughs> so so when real people come along and want to love you, then what happens to them? They get rejected. Okay. Because you make us like them. Okay. All right. J- j- just ask a question. I got one here. One here. Hello. Okay. You good. In my in my family and household, uh, I'm one of four brothers, and it was never said. Never said at all. But, okay. and I guess in his family, the same thing occurred. Okay. It was always done in deed. Okay. And I think that that we can turn the situation around. Cause I call my daughter, uh-huh. and I text her, and I tell her, and I start with that. Okay. I love her. Okay. And I think also spending time with them uh-huh. is important. Okay. It's not the materialistic thing. Okay. You know, it's Saying it and being there. Okay, saying it and being there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you, sir. Claude? I, I think it's a lot to do with how you grew up. Okay. Um, history of the family and all that. You know they love you because they wouldn't be there for you and doing for you, feeding you and clothing you and doing everything that they could do. But it just wasn't verbalized. Okay. They didn't know to verbalize it. And that's just something that, we have to start realizing now I do, okay. you know, because I wasn't grown. I didn't, I wasn't taught that okay. when I was grown up. Okay. I knew they loved me. Uh-huh. Okay. I wouldn't be with them. Okay. They wouldn't have took care of me if okay. they didn't love okay. me. So, so Claudia, do you know when the first time you said it to Michelle? I, I, I don't okay. remember. Okay. I don't remember, but uh, we hugged sometime and, and you know, I let, told let her that loved, that I loved her. She okay. knew she was loved. She okay. better know she loved. All right. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't no mess with it. Okay. All right. You better know, girl. <laughs> I just have a, a question okay. for those who say it's hard to say I love you. Do they say that to God? Or is that something that will roll over? If it you will, can't tell a person, then you can't tell him? It, it will roll over. Okay. Yeah, it will roll over. Yeah, no question. But, but, but because I know it's real sticky, my job is to plant that seed, and then God is going to water it, and then God's going to get an increase. So one day they're going to be in praise and worship. Oh, Father, I just thank you. I love you. <laughs> what? What did I say? You, you see how that works? Yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah, it rolls over. I hope you can repeat what you said about uh, if your out. family doesn't tell you they love you, then you replace those words with something, a some type of addiction where there is a drive. So if my family never told me that they love me, then my addiction or my drive might be to always perform because somewhere in the back of my mind, whenever I got close to dad and I saw him pleased, it was when I was doing something. You follow me? So it's going to be replaced by something. It might be replaced by education. It's like, you know, my dad walked in at the time that I was studying at the table, and he smiled, and I just interpreted that smile meant education. You know, I'm, I'm doing education. Because, see, guys, what, write this down, and then I'll come back to you, whoever got the mic. Sharon. Whatever is not spoken is implied. But, see, you all are speaking from an adult perspective. I, I'm saying this long, longhand, but y'all shorthanded. So 
whatever was implied came through my mindset at that age. So if I was six years old and I'm implying that my parents love me because they always provided for me, that's the six-year-old that rationalizing that love. Now that I've grown, I'm still taking, trying to take that six-year-old little boy, little girl's mindset and put it into adulthood. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So the worst thing that you can do is to imply what's not spoken. Because that's how rumors get started. That's how families are destroyed. You know, if somebody don't say something, then I don't know where they are. Okay? Everybody good? Okay. All right. Sharon? Um, I think my addiction <clears throat> from not hearing it in our household, I, I know my mother did things to show that she did love me and cared for me. My father did things. You know, he worked like two, three jobs at a time. Um, as a result of that, I did become a people pleaser. Okay. Uh, and I think that was because of the, what was happening in, in my house. I needed to know okay. that I was loved and appreciated. So I, I tried to do, try to be a little angel and okay, okay. do what I was supposed uh -huh. to do. Yeah. Um, but that thing about the I implied, how mm -hmm. we imply mm -hmm. things, um, my dad was a hard worker. But he found an addiction that uh, through alcohol, which caused me then to think that, mm, I see you doing these things, but I think you love that okay. more than you love me, gotcha. which caused me, I believe, as I got older, to look for other kinds of addictions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's real, guys. Yes, ma'am. Who else here tonight? I recall when I was growing up, I never remember hearing my mom say, I love you. Okay. But she used to always tell me what a good child I was. Okay, so. okay. All right. And so what is that? Is that performing? Okay. And, 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 and like I said, you know, <laughs> this is me. This is me. And, and you can accept it. What are three ways you can receive data? Re start it, receive it, or reject it. I'm hoping you're going to receive it. Because you can get free of those things. You, you can stop performing now, today. Stop performing for love. Because that's the secret word that's not finished. When you perform, you perform it for love. A lot of people like to use approval, but it's for love. Because it's the little boy or the little girl on the inside. And, and, and you can know it because you can't stop it. So let me keep going. All right, so how often we say I love you. That brings us to a... A thing that I, I know you guys want to talk about. A few weeks ago, I think it was last week, or week before last, I asked men what it is that they wanted to talk about in order to draw their wives into their world. Because like uh, Corey and I, big money, we, we cycle. So when we go out cycling, I see a different side of Corey than I do when we're just sitting down talking. Because, see, you know, it's like we all, the wind blowing through our hair, you know. We got these tight suits on. You know, and it's like, we just interacting, you know? And so I shared with the ladies, wives, about how if you want your man to talk more, get into his world. So he outworked. I mean, like Sharon and Ed, did y'all talk more being out in the yard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see look, she's grinning. She said it was wonderful. Yeah, take it back out in the yard. Take it back out in the yard. <laughs> Guys, it's just astonishing how we will study everything else but relationships. And that's the one thing God created us for. If you're an introvert, find out more about being an extrovert. If you're an extrovert, find out about being an introvert. Find out about people and their lifestyle. How do you, you, you start conversations? How you can interact with people? Don't, don't just say that, that I'm not good at it. If you say that on your job, they ask you to leave. <laughs> All right, so this is the question for the women. Are you ready? I just said she read it. I knew she would come in the day. <laughs> I like to have fun. Is that all right? Is that right? Sister, I just like to have fun. Right. What is the one thing that women, what is the one thing about women that men need to know? So quickly answer that, and if you could, use one word. We're we, we not having a long, drawn-out debate. I, I did this with the men in five minutes or less. Okay. See, oh, you raise your hand first. See, see. <laughs> What's she waiting on, Michelle? What's she waiting? All right. 
time. Time. Okay. Give us time. Give us time. Okay. All right. Spend time with me. Okay. What else? You can be married or single. Go ahead, Faith. I see you thinking. What is the one thing about a woman that men need to know? When we ask for your opinion, don't say, well, whatever you want or okay. whatever you like. Okay. Have, a, have an opinion. Okay. All right. See, I had to repent of that with Curly because I don't care where I eat. Say I don't care where I eat. I don't care what I eat. I, I don't. I don't care what I eat. But it's like she, when she'll say, she say, well, honey, what do you want to eat? And what's my answer? Whatever oh, you want. Whatever you want. But she asked me because she wanted me to know. So I had to check with Jazz, you know, the, the connoisseur of restaurants. So I got me a little list. So I can throw out boom, 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 boom. Okay? I can still eat the same thing when I go there. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Who else? Faith? Listen without trying to fix it. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Listen without trying to fix it. All right. We, can I get a sword back there, Will? I ask you clicking, okay? So we're always trying to fix something. Okay, all right. Unique. Unique. Give me, give me an example. What do you mean, oh. unique? Uh, every woman has their own special uniqueness. They're okay. likes. They're not stereotypes. Okay. We don't fall into categories. Okay, ooh. Okay. We're, we're unique. Don't, don't treat me like your mama. Okay. Yeah. Please not. Please don't. Okay, all right. Unique. It's okay to express... Other emotions besides arousal and anger. Ooh. B, what are we going to do with that one? You, you, you said we need a sword for that one? Will, you got the sword yet? <laughs> We're looking for the sword. So, yeah, thank you, Will. So, y'all have more emotions than arousal and anger? Oh, 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 we need to show it. Oh, okay, 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 all right, okay. Get it straight. Don't get it twisted. Okay, security. I'm going to come over here to security. That's it. Okay. I, I had that thing twisted around. Okay. I'm straight. So we need to show more emotion than arousal and anger. Okay. All right. Y'all, y'all know it's over 300 emotions. So we, we, we got to work on that, fellas. Okay. All right. All right. See one over here. Um, the guys need to realize that women have feelings, too. Women have feelings, too. Okay. Like when um, they say hurtful things and, and everything uh-huh. like that. They need to realize that we have feelings that they need to say whatever it is in a better way than, okay. than trying to be hurtful. Okay. All right. So say it in a in a manner well able to be received. So say it the way we would want to be said, spoken to. Okay. All right. Ms. McCall? That we're able to change. The, oh. So just grow with us. Okay. Or just... You know, watch us as we change, but don't just stick us, kind of like you said, don't stick us in a box. Okay, don't stick them in a the box. Grow. Know that they can grow. That, 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 okay, all right, I got you. Megan, you want to say something? Go ahead. Go ahead, Ashley. Oh, okay. Um, what was the question again? The question <laughs> is, what is the one thing about women that men need to know? Okay, right, okay. Um, <laughs> that we have to talk about things. Oh. We have to, just because... Uh, how do we put it? We have to talk about things. Okay. You, you can't just walk around and act like everything is okay. Sometimes okay. we have to sit down and talk, and we're not trying to beat up on you. We okay. want to have your back. Okay. I have to remind mine sometimes, I'm your helpmate. Oh. And he told me, yeah, helpmate, not agitate. Oh. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just... Uh, y'all, just whenever y'all say... <laughs> oh, Help make not frustrate. Okay. Okay, my fault. My fault. What do you think, Jimena? But, but I understand where he come. You know, I understand where he's coming from because automatically, when you're like, we need to talk. Okay. They, I don't know where y'all go with that word. Okay. Okay. Right, we, we gotta find out. That's a question I need to ask. Write, write that down. Where do we go with the word talk? All right. So somebody write that down for me. And, and, all right. Oh, that was good. <laughs> so whenever y'all see me move from one side to another, just based on how intense it is, I want to get close to secure. Yes, Doc. I got one here. Men can understand that women don't think men. Ooh. I mean, we think different. Okay. I mean, it might be an important game to you, uh-huh. but it's just something on the TV. Some shows are just TV shows. Okay. And we don't think men. Okay. So we, some things we're more sensitive on. Okay. And some things you say hurt a lot more than some things. So if they realize that we think different and okay. that we don't think men. Okay. All right. Appreciate y'all. 
That's a, that sounds like a book. <laughs> we don't thank men. Okay. Yes, ma'am. When they apologize, know what they're apologizing for. Ooh. Not just apologize. To be apologizing. Okay, know so talk, talk to me. What do you mean by that? I mean, just know why you apologize. No. Like, if you, if you did something and know what the reason you're apologizing for. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So don't don't look at the situation. No, you need to apologize. Say, honey, I apologize. Right, don't, don't have nothing on to it. But once you apologize, don't add to why you did it. Well, I was just tired. I'm, I'm sorry, honey, but I was just tired. That's not apology. I apologize. I was wrong. That, that, that's one of the things coming up. Probably get to it on Thursday. Who, who else got a mic? Yes, ma'am. Make sure gas is in all the cars because I don't want to pump it. Man, y'all real. I, I asked for it. Um, the harsher a woman is, the more vulnerable she really is. Okay, okay, okay. All right, click, 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 click. All right, you're going to have to talk to us about that. That seemed like it resonated. Um, with at least 90% of the people. Okay, well, I know just for me. Okay, talk about you. Sometimes I will put on a really, really hard exterior. Okay. Um, fuss, whatever, whatever, lay okay. you out. Okay. But really, I'm hurting. Okay, you hurt. Okay. And and it's so the harder I am being at you, like, okay. the, the more I'm hurting <laughs> in the okay. inside. All right, how many of y'all identify with that? Wow, that's a good amount. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for opening that box. This one is, is um, as a wife, okay. um, and it may resonate with, with other females too, but um, I wish that husbands knew that we are a, a husband and a wife, we are a team, and that they should not try to avoid sharing with us difficult scenarios or situations and try to figure them out on their own, thinking that they don't want to... Um, cause us to be um, anxious or um, upset about something, that it's okay to share what's going on. We're we're grown-ups. Okay. We wear our big girl panties, okay. and we know how to deal with. Okay. We know how to go to prayer. We know how to pray for them. Okay. So don't hide things. Okay. Be very, very open with us. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so we need to have a what, – what, what was that called? After hours, after hours, yes, ma'am. No, I just want to piggyback off of. Got one over here. Um, Ashley, thank you. Uh-huh. When she says, um, we, we talk. Okay. Women have more words okay. for my, for my. Um, yeah, thank you. And we need to. We need more than just one-liners. So okay. say if you want to talk. When we say we want to talk, we want to talk. Or okay. if you want to talk to us, we're going to talk. Okay. So one-liners is not going to solve the problem and okay. just be done with it. You know how some you don't want to go shopping because okay. it takes time. We take time okay. to do things. Okay. So it's just not, oh, just boom and just go. Okay. Go get what you're going to get. We okay. got to look. So that's the same thing even with com- conversing. Okay. If we, there's an issue or problem, just by you saying this is it and, and boom and boom and move on, there's other things attached to that. So we're multifaceted. We okay. don't just think tunnel vision. We don't just see one. We're looking at the whole picture. Okay. All right, amen. All right. All right. All right. There's some clapping going on. Amen, over. sister. Amen. <laughs> Who said amen, sister? Okay, okay. All right. Whatever they give us is going to grow. So oh. if they give us uh, attention, it's going to grow. Okay. If they give us indecision, it's going to grow. Okay. If they give us love, it's going to grow. So whatever they give us, we're going to multiply. Okay. All right. And with that being said, Nicole, do you see that as a good thing or what, how are you expressing that? Give it a mic for one second. I think it's a positive thing. It depends on what they're giving us okay. and okay. if they want it to grow. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, got one more. I want to piggyback on what Faith said, and I want to say amen to that and amen to what you said. And we well, heard the clap. I feel like, <laughs> wait, to, in my experience now, having been married now, I'm going on 23 years. I can't remember if it's 23 or 24, but anyway. Um, sometimes I, I feel like, like with my male friends and with my husband, like I might be upset about something or I might say something harsh, but it's just my inner child or it's just me being vulnerable. But okay. then it's almost like, they're afraid. They become afraid, and I just want to 
encourage the males that when you see that not to be afraid of that. Okay. Like don't don't be like oh okay I can't deal with you now or I can't talk to you because you were um, like you may be mis misreading or misinterpreting my my harshness or my being blunt or me saying something. So I think maybe I for my accountability and my responsibility I need to be careful how I say stuff or say stuff in love instead of becoming like angry or harsh I need to say it in a way that <coughs> it can be received okay so maybe part of that is how I'm communicating it too okay all right but I don't want men to be like afraid to um, like don't be afraid of that okay all right all right got one more and then we'll close one day I open up something today <laughs> it's a good conversation okay I'm trying to put this into words okay. so I'll use Corey as an example. I won't say Corey does this, but if Corey is going through something, then I try to be positive and I'll say, oh, you can do this. Oh, you got this. Throw a little scripture in there, whatever. Then when I'm going through something, let's say Corey will be like, well, why didn't you do that? And have you talked to so-and-so? So I want to know, like, I feel like you often have to tiptoe around guys and their feelings because they're so sensitive. But then when it comes to us, they don't show that type of sensitivity to the situation when we need comfort. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. So, so the big thing is how you start something is how, like, like pretty much what Nicole said, whatever you start grows. So if there's a challenge in that area, catch it while it's young and build it. So call it out. Say, hey, look, no, it appears. You're never pointing fingers. It appears such and such, such and such. It appears that when you are going through something, you want me to be supportive. But when I'm going through something, you don't seem to show the same support. And so you call it out because what you don't acknowledge, it won't change. So, but but you got to start it young, guys, in, in, in any area. If somebody holler, because we teach people how to treat us. And then we wonder why they treat us, how we taught them. <laughs> Will, where's the sword? Where's the sword, Will? <laughs> Just keep the sword in your hand. Just keep the sword in your hand. <laughs> I'm serious. You, you, you do that. Nobody else teaches you. But call it out. Marriage is about relationship. Marriage is about communication. So everything else you get out of marriage is based on communication. So if you don't say nothing, then I'm assuming that everything is okay. But you say, no, you know, when we go to Williamsburg to go shopping, I, 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 I thought Curly liked them all. Curly liked two stores. So, you know, it just happened to be close to the bookstore. So it's a win-win. But I could have found out this out a long time ago because she was telling me. I'm like, okay, give her variety. <laughs> but she's decisive. Amen? All right, guys, I got to stop. This was awesome. One, 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 one more mic. Got one, one here. <laughs> just wait for it, Will. Just wait for it. <laughs> All right, one here. Sure, you got one? Okay. Uh, me, personally, I would like to see uh, you and your wife has been married over 30 years do like a two a two-Sunday relationship series because it okay. seems as if some people that go to this great emphasis have so much great uh, relationship advice, but their relationship is so jacked up or their husband or their wife is not coming to church, but they have so much great advice for relationships. So I would love to see you guys okay. been married over 30 years. Okay. I would love to get to that point okay. and even past 30 years. Okay. So I want to see what you guys have to say about what you've been asking as well. Okay, all right, for so you. we're going to make it happen. All right. Amen? Everybody good? Amen. All right, so we're going we're gonna to pick back up on Thursday. <laughs> so what, what they say in some church, all hearts and minds clear? <laughs> going to be clear to Thursday anyway. But we're going to stop, Chad. We're going to stop right now. All right, let's do our cold confession. All right, let's read it again. I stir up the gift that is within me by faith. I'm stirring up the power that is within me. I'm stirring up myself and running fear, procrastination, and every hindering spirit out of my personal and business affairs. I'm ruled by my spirit. I tell my mind what to think and my body what to do, for I am a master of my emotions. I'm a person of immediate action. I am steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. These goals are my passion. I pursue them with enthusiasm and relentless determination. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, my loins are girded about with truth. I have on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, wherewith I quench every fiery dot of the wicked. 
and nothing shall by any means hurt me. No sickness, disease, incidents, or accidents can come nigh my dwelling. If I drink of any daily thing, it shall not hurt me. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh my dwelling. I came to win in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.